SEC Media Days is here. Dan Harrelson alongside Pete Futek of College Football News. Uh, Pete joins the podcast to talk about a piece that he had written recently. Pete went back and looked at the all-time national championship teams for the 150 years. Pete, how are you doing? And uh, just talk about this piece that you did. I'm doing just fine. First of all, and I like the people at the College Football 150. I know them. I have talked to them several times. I, I hate to you know, rain on the parade here, but college football has only been actually played for 149 years. But it started 150 years ago. They skipped a year, though, early on. I, I think it was like 1890-something, uh, but like 1893. They just didn't play. Like, no college football teams played. So this is technically the 149th year. But anyway, uh, so no, what we kind of looked at is, I mean, all everyone's going to do their 150 this, 150 that, and it's all on opinion. But the problem is, if I were to say to you, okay, you know, the, the 1898 Lafayette Leopards was the best team in college football, you know, it's like, okay, fine. You know, nobody cares. Uh, and it's nobody actually knew then if they, those teams were any good or not. So what we did was we kind of took the, the uh, uh, objectivity out of it and just was like, all right, uh, sorry, the subjectivity out of it. And we just said, okay, we're going to figure out who had the best seasons among the national champions. So there are more than 150 national champions because you had a lot of split national titles. But we went by whatever the, uh, the main national championship uh, service was for the, air, for the time and just went up according to that. And then we have what we've uh, we created, I want to say 15, 20 years ago even, uh, the CFN uh, Historical Seasons Formula, where it's able to rank uh, seasons just based on who you beat, where you beat them, and how good your schedules really were. And we were able to kind of figure out who just had the best seasons uh, out of all the teams in the history of college football. Yeah, and I, I thought it was pretty interesting. And, and looking at your top two teams, of course, we all witnessed 2018 Clemson last year going 15-0 and with that big win, the blowout win uh, on the West Coast there at Levi's Stadium over Alabama. Uh, first team to go 15-0 and in the modern era. But a lot of people don't realize, and, and you made this kind of clear in your rankings, giving the number one team overall to the 1894 Yale football team who went 16-0. and uh, Just kind of talk about that. It kind of goes back to your formula of more wins matter in this scenario. Exactly, because it's it, the theory behind this is that the longer the season, the more chances you could have to screw up, or the more chances there could be for an upset, or the more chances there are for an injury. So if you know you have a team that wins 15 games and go, you know, goes undefeated, yeah, that's that's going to be harder to do because, again, more chances to lose, more chances for mistakes. And especially now in the college football playoff era, it, it ranks it up higher. So the other part of this thing, too, is it's not just whether or not you won 16 games or so. There are some teams back in the you know, 1900s that played you know, college of physicians and surgeons or high school teams. Uh, so they, if you had to actually beat real teams that had decent records. So the formula takes into account, did you beat actual college football teams? Because way back in the day, you, half your schedule is probably made up of teams that weren't actually college football uh, programs.
Cubs at the time. Uh, they just count as wins overall, and that takes it into account. So nowadays, though, if you're if you're Clemson like of last year, and you're winning 15 games, and you're beating, an, and you're going to naturally beat a, a team in the national championship, that's probably going to be unbeaten or have at least one or have just one loss. Same thing for the college football playoff. So all of a sudden, your your great wins. Uh, all of a sudden become a lot more important. They become elite wins according to our formula, how we've created this. So it does take that into account. So nowadays, you're seeing, every time you see a team win a national championship now, they're having one of the greatest seasons in college football history. It doesn't mean that they're the greatest team. It doesn't mean they're the most talented team. It just means that their season from start to finish, considering the schedule they played, is one of the best ever. And Tennessee claims six national championships, and you had two teams uh, for UT ranked in your poll at 126. 1951 Tennessee Vols went 10 and 1. They, they actually lost the bowl game to Maryland after a 10 and 0 regular season in the Sugar Bowl. And at number 21 overall, 1998 Tennessee. We all, we all remember the team of destiny there. The Vols went 13 and 0 in the first year of the BCS, defeating Florida State in the Fiesta Bowl. And it uh, goes back to your formula of uh, taking into account to the major uh, poll in that era at that time for that specific year. And that's why we only see two Tennessee teams compared to the six claim national championship uh, that, that the Vols and UT actually claim. Yeah, and you touch on another part of this thing, too, are the bowl games. Is that is the bowl games count as if they count as part of the whole season in, in this formula. So the problem with it, though, is that until about 1970, bowl games were just true exhibitions. The national champion was named before the bowl games. So you do have there's a couple of Alabama teams in there that they like to claim national champions to. That there's some it's just a glaring error where they actually would lose. They, they were named national champion. And then they lost to, like, Notre Dame, who ended up being undefeated. And that year, Alabama's recognized as the national champion. It just There's a lot of glitches there. So uh, that's part of the thing. You might be recognized as the national champion. Uh, but according to the formula, again, these are the top 150. And there's about 50 other you know, so-called national champions who just didn't crack the top 50 because they didn't uh, have enough points according to the formula. And, again, that's kind of part of the issue where if you don't have – if you lost your bowl game, that's going to count because essentially in this formula, you know, the, the undefeated teams are the ones that are going to be ranked the highest. Overall, in your opinion, do, do you think last year's Clemson team that went 15-0, and beat Alabama in the national championship game, do, do you think in your eyes, your opinion, that they are the best team ever for the 150 years or 149 years? Not really, and that gets into the nowadays debate that's really kind of raging across the, especially the SEC world. Part of the problem is, of course, that team is great. Of course, it was a great year, and there's no such thing as a cheap national champion. But it also helps that they play in the ACC. So it's a whole heck of a lot easier when you're firing through, no, you know, NC. When your toughest games are NC State, uh, you know, when you have to play a you know bad down Florida State team, and your ACC championship game is Pitt, as opposed to playing LSU. You know, and then having to play, you know, you, you know, Tennessee might not be, you know, back to Tennessee yet, but that's still a pretty nasty team. You know, you have to play Auburn. You know, do what Alabama had to do week after week. And I know Clemson destroyed Alabama, but the path to get there is just that much easier if you're in the ACC. So it's I, I'm not going to just you know, just automatically say, yeah, this was the best year. They almost lost to Syracuse. 
You know, they had a couple, they almost lost to Texas A&M early on. They did figure out, and they were absolutely awesome, no question about it. But, again, that's my opinion. The actual, you know, facts according to who they played, how tough their schedule was, yeah, it was probably the second greatest season in the history of college football. How long did it take to actually go back and research every single season uh, to take an account for this formula? You know what? We, it, it's fortunate. I, 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 after losing a lot of data over the last million years, uh, somehow we've learned how to save everything we've done. So we've got just files and files of Excel spreadsheets that we've just kind of compiled over the last you know 20 years of doing all this. And it, so it, it, it was there to begin with. We just had to kind of resource and reconfigure and retweak some things. Uh, but, yeah, it's, it's certainly a whole lot of fun. The, the whole piece itself took about a month. And now coming up next is uh, we're going to do the uh, ranking of the 150 uh, greatest games with the, with the top game per year that matters. So every year, every year there's always one game that turns out to be the game that matters in the national championship chase. And so we're going to count those down. That should be coming up in about a week. That's great. Looking forward to that. And uh, you, you and College Football News uh, have been out for a long time. That that used to be the main site, and it's still a, the main site in, in my eyes to, to go and look at the uh, whole sport of college football from a broad spectrum. You do a g- good job there. Uh, tell everybody how long you've been doing it at College Football News. We started this thing up the first year. Actually, it, it coincides with, our, I think, the, when we first launched this, it was on the main homepage way back. It was declaring that Tennessee, we had ranked as the number one team in the country because we just happened to start up the first year of the BCS. So 1998 is when we started it all up. So we kind of started at the very end of 97, where we were just kind of figuring out how to work this whole internet machine thing. And then in 1998 is when we kind of kicked it in full force. And we were on top, but we had Tennessee ranked uh, way high up there. And I don't seem to be able to find that anywhere. I can't prove it, but I will just say it's true, and hopefully someone will believe it. Well, that's great stuff. Uh, looking forward to your work that's about to come out that you mentioned. And, Pete, thank you for taking a few minutes coming on the podcast. Absolutely. Anytime. I'm going down.